In a far-off land, a radio show will commence. It's called Your Pet Matters, and tuning in would just make sense. Every Saturday at 10 a.m., relax and unwind. And listen to Dr. T, who has pet advice designed for you and for you alone. Free advice just for helping to keep your furry friend happy and healthy. Tune in to Your Pet Matters, a show underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care with quality you can't deny. Only on 1077 The Bronx. Good morning. Welcome to Your Pet Matters. I'm your host, Michael Dr. T. Tequiwa. And the new year is upon us. And everyone makes New Year's resolutions. So I was thinking, what sort of New Year's resolutions would I make from a veterinarian perspective? And I came up with three areas that I would look at for my own personal self and how it could lead to the betterment of the veterinary profession and patient care. So number one would be the whole concept of preventive care and encompassing in that would be the concept of early detection of disease. Number two would be ensuring or promoting regular vet visits, especially for the feline division of pets. And third would be becoming a better business owner. So let's let's delve into this. And I have to I have to stress that this is specifically for me. I'm sure everyone out there has resolutions that they're looking for. You know, maybe take better care of yourself lose some weight, exercise more, whatever. Decrease on your binge video game playing. Oh, that's myself too. (laughs) But let's let's talk about things. I, I think that preventive care is something that I've been trying to promote my entire veterinary career. And and I still believe it's the cornerstone of veterinary medicine. If we can prevent the progression or the incidence of disease processes, we're well ahead of the game. And I think this should be a thought that should be paramount upon all veterinarians as the new year approaches or in just everyday veterinary life. And I think it's it's most applicable for those pets entering their senior years and equivalently for those pets with underlying medical conditions. We, we continually discuss the changes that occur in both our bodies and your pet's bodies as they age. And we continually discuss how many humans and pets can succumb to disease processes simply because they have existing conditions that diminish their ability to deal with these. So as you know, or may not be aware of, but most veterinarians know, as pets age, their immune systems tend to weaken, making them much more vulnerable to a wide range of health issues. So how are we gonna gauge this? How are we gonna look at this? Well, I think the simple answer is regular visits to your veterinarian. It gives people like me the opportunity to monitor their health and intervene when necessary. We, we talk about 
preventive thing. So let's let's just use arthritis. I'm going to do a little talk about arthritis in the future, but arthritis is inevitable. Inevitable. In fact, I don't know any senior patient or any senior human I know that hasn't have some form of arthritis. So the the keys here would be the concept of early detection of this through regular visits. We can talk about our aches and pains. Your veterinarian can monitor manipulating the joints, looking for things like muscle loss and what we call crepitation or creaking and cracking of the joints or simple joint pain. Those can be analyzed and looked at on a simple routine physical exam. And then once that is discussed and the whole concept of regular visits would be this this is something that you discuss at middle age so middle age for a pet is like four to five years of age so what we talk about at that point is the utilization of supplements joint supplements omega fatty acids hyaluronic acid supplements those are all preventative modalities that can help prevent the continuation of arthritis. And by regularly monitoring your senior pet who already has arthritis, they should already be on this. We can then start talking about things like further supplementation. There's a product called Myos that helps rebuild the muscles. We can talk about other modalities. Pain management is huge. And I'm going to be talking about there's a new product out there um, it's called Silencia for cats and Labrella for dogs. It's a injection that your veterinarian does. It's a monoclonal antibody injection, and it helps with arthritic pain. In addition to that, we can talk about the use of doggy aspirins. We can talk about alternative medication, uh, medic- medical means like acupuncture, physiotherapy, EMF loops, anything like that. And then along those lines, you have a pet now with continuing medical condition that utilizing blood tests, blood work and urinalysis to me are the window to the body that can pick up things that a physical exam is unable to do. And many times, more often than not, you will see changes in blood work, i.e. early detection, prior to seeing any clinical signs. And then this leads to a benefit as far far as identifying disease processes and monitoring disease progression and jumping in when needed with these changes. And it's not just arthritis that we're talking about. We we can talk about how, how does blood work do? So blood work is, like I said, the window to the body. And it enables us to look at various organ systems, such as the liver, the kidneys, the thyroid. We can look at levels of red blood cells and white blood cells. Anemia, high white blood cell count can be infection, can be cancer. So these are things that allow us to see changes prior to any clinical or physical changes. And to me are integral to your pet's healthcare plan. Other diagnostic modalities, radiographs, x-rays, ultrasounds, 
any sort of means of a non-invasive tool to visualize potential structures. I think there's nothing better than an ultrasound of the heart to visualize those changes in heart valves, in changes in the thickness of the heart wall. <laughs> My pets are playing right now, so if there's any background noise, I apologize. And these are again are things that may not be evident. There, there are there are certain times where, you know, my stethoscope is awesome. I do have a digital stethoscope, but I may be missing things. I may not be able to pick things up that by looking at other modalities to do that. Preventive care also encompasses other essential aspects such as dental health. We can talk about vaccine protocols. I can't tell you how many pets show up later in life that have not had the proper series of vaccine boosters when they were puppies and kittens. The other thing is dental disease. It is incredible. We are picking up dental disease too late. If we're continually looking at the teeth and talking to you pet parents about preventive dental care, which is basically the best is brushing your pet's teeth at home or using dental chews or any sort of means that will help with preventing dental tartar buildup. That's a preventive means for dental disease. The other thing is nutritional guidance. I can't tell you how many times in the past year we've talked about hypoallergenic diets when we're dealing with things like ear infections, ear, ear infections are a sentinel for allergies and hypoallergenic diets can help with ear infections, itching and licking of the paws, GI ups, upset, whole bunch of things for that way. So preventive care with a particular emphasis on those as we hit the senior years and medical conditions should be at the forefront of every veterinarian's New Year's wish list. We can talk about supplements. We can talk about routine blood work, advanced diagnostics, dental care, maintenance of vaccines, and nutritional counseling. They'll play, they all play a huge role in ensuring the well being of your furry children. So I hope that we, that veterinarians are actively promoting these aspects of preventive care. And part of what I want to do is right now we see senior pets every six human months. And a lot of people, oh, it's long. I don't know. I only want to do blood work once a year. Well, six months to us for a senior pet can be two to five years for that pet. Now, if you only go to the doctor every two to five years, I am can guarantee you every visit they're going to pick up a disease process that should have been dealt with earlier. So I want to actually, I would love it. And actually, I think human dentists talk about that, seeing you every four months just to look at how things are. There's a huge link between dental disease and other disease processes. There's actually a new paper out there talking about dental disease. The bacteria in dental disease has been found in the brains of Alzheimer's patients. So they're trying to correlate a link between dental health and brain health. I can tell you dental health and organ health, be it the liver, the kidney, the heart valves, is huge. So the best way would be to have regular checkups, see what's going on, and address any issues early. So that is number one of my New Year's resolution wish list. Let's take a short break and we'll come right back and talk about number two resolution wish list for 2000 for the next year. I'm going to keep this open. 
because maybe we, maybe this will be something we have to continue next year and the year after that. <laughs> You're listening to Your Pet Matters right here on 1077, 1077thebronc.com. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Woo! Look at this gift Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean! We just moved to a brand new big city! <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me! Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? Are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service, and their pet parents peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Hear ye, hear ye! Your Pet Matters is back to answer your pet queries. Come get free pet advice from our friend Dr. T only on 1077 The Bronx. Welcome back. If you're just joining me, it's me, Michael Dr. T Tikiwa, right here on Your Pet Matters every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The FM Dial. Or you can listen to the digital version anytime you want. 1077thebronc.com. And I talked about my New Year's wish list of preventive and, and um, diagnostic care of pets, preventing disease processes, presenting the progression of the disease processes earlier. And, and you might hear him in the background. That's my cat, Rio, which then really... He must have timed this perfectly because what I want to talk to in the second part is making regular cat visits a routine thing. Did you know that only 50% of cats out there actually see a veterinarian on a regular basis? And I can't tell you how often I will have dog parents. We can have dog patients for years and find out years later that these same pet parents actually had cats as well. And what I think it is, I think that cats are by nature so different than dogs. I always talk about how cats are horses and dogs are pigs. Medically, that's how we're kind of trained in vet school what they are. But um, cats are so unique. They are masters of hiding disease processes simply because they don't want to appear weak. I've said this before and I'll say it again. They did a study where they showed that a cat in the presence of people was, wasn't limping. And when everyone left the room and they kept the video on, the cat showed signs of weakness when no one was looking. What you need to know as a pet parent is that by the time you actually see your cat show signs of like hiding, being really lethargic, not wanting to eat, those are stages where the disease process has progressed to the point that it's really bad. If you have a sick cat and you know that they're sick, it's really bad. So you as a pet parent, you often underestimate the condition of your cat. They tend to be aloof. They tend to be, you know, independent, self-sufficient, that you, you think that they're okay when really they're not. And so then my role 
And what I wish for in the new year is that both you and I proactively talk about this and make a concerted effort to uh, discuss the importance of consistent checkups and visits so that we can prevent and detect, early detect and prevent disease processes. So, like I said, the, one of the primary challenges is the cat's ability to hide illness. Dogs are like us. Well, we are the wusses. I always say we are the wusses of the animal world. We get a little pain and we're letting the world know, oh, my back hurts. Oh, ow, ooh, ah. A dog and cat and pets in general can handle so much more. I shouldn't say that because the, the thinking is they will tolerate pain and not sh verbally, not show it both verbally and physically to us as we are the wusses of the, of the animal kingdom. But dogs will actually display signs of discomfort more so than cats will. And this is what makes it challenging for pet parents. Although, I will tell you, you cat parents out there, you cat-only parents, you are very attuned to your cats. And I always say this. I always say that pet parents are probably the best at seeing any nuances or changes in your pet. So if you notice that, call your veterinarian. So how do I ensure that we are monitoring? That's just definitely through regular checkups. And part of what we've been doing at the practice is creating what we call a cat-friendly environment. And it takes several modalities to that. One is we have a cat-only room for visits that is strictly cats-only. In that room, we have pheromones blasting through the air. We've got a TV on with cat-only TV. We've created climbing areas. It. I've got all these soundproof buffers there. We've got curtains over the windows. And that's the physical means. Um, what we like to do is if your cat is stressed is actually put a comforter over that sprayed in pheromones over the cage. So it really decreases the discomfort that cat faces. But what the other thing is, is that the team is trained on the proper handling techniques to decrease the stress levels of cats. But what we're finding now is that decrease in anxiety and stress can actually occur at home first. There is more and more utilization of medications to keep your cat calm. These medications are incredibly safe. Um, cardiologists recommend them all the time that you can really keep your cat safe and make the visit much less stressful. I, I've had a nice cat. So typically we used to we used to utilize these sort of medications for those cats that aren't happy to be at the practice. I had a nice cat that was stressed. And so we're, we're using these sort of medications more and more often. So what I'm going to ask you pet parents is be open to that. And one, what I'm going to ask veterinarians is utilize this process. We've got these, we've got the knowledge. We've got, we know the, the modes of actions, um, the dosing, the, risks of side effects we know that so the whole key is to make that visit less stressful on the cat because that will ultimately be less stressful on the pet parent as well and then once we obtain the ability to have regular visits then the next is to talk about the importance of things like vaccines i think cats more so than dogs will appear at the practice that have not completed their kitten vaccine series or not be up to date on 
certain vaccines like rabies and like feline leukemia and we'll find that they're indoor outdoor cats and these lead to difficulty in you know my role here is to do no harm and to prevent disease processes but if the vaccines aren't kept up to date and they they obtain feline leukemia or heaven forbid get rabies both of these are life ending viruses and so and they're preventable through vaccination and so i think it's very important um, to talk about that most people think oh once a cat gets a vaccine once we're good for years and yeah you know the the data is developing we're developing data i would ask for patience because in order to do these studies you need funding and to look at the level of vaccine status of pets but if you never completed the kitten series of vaccines your pet was never adequately immunized for these viruses as a youngster and so talking about boosters is 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 a difficult thing and we do recognize we do have governing bodies that recognize when boosters are recommended that will do less harm so there's extremes out there there are, there are vets that still vaccinate yearly which some vaccines for certain illnesses yes i will say they are yearly and studies show that but there are many vaccines that last longer than that and then there are other sides of the table where they're vaccinating much less often much less often so i think it's very important to talk about that i think flea and tick control dental care nutrition tailored to specific life stages is huge in both cats and dogs but in, a lot in cats cats have the predisposition to develop things like kidney disease and those dietary changes cats can become blocked which which inhibits their ability to urinate and there's dietary things that can work to help that um, lots of things cats can get inflammatory bowel disease cats can get um, lots of issues that diets will definitely help and and i i think along those lines the proper diet is important for cats as they get older what we talk about in cats are as they get older utilizing more moist foods to help with kidney function but tied in with that moist food tends to stick to the teeth more and lead to dental issues so regular dental care for cat owners is huge as well and i see a lot of cats come in and their just teeth have fallen out because of disease processes and when you get to that stage that's really that isn't good because we know that that infection is not only just in the mouth, it has entered the bloodstream and is going elsewhere. Um, so Jeff, definitely be vigilant about your cat. I think doing regular visits enabled us to detect things and help increase the longevity and health of your cat. With that, let's take a short break and we'll come back and finish off with number three of my New Year's resolution wish list. Stay tuned right out here at Your Pet Matters on 1077 and 1077thebronc.com. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at the Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? 
Bean? Honey? Are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service, and their pet parents peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Every weekend, you'll find a project to get involved with. And sometimes, it'll include your scaly or furry partner in crime. From Your Pet Matters with Dr. T, it's time for Producers Pet Project. Your go-to for pet news, recall alerts, adoption services, and overall helpful tips and tricks to keep your best friend happy and healthy. Producers Pet Project is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. Hello everyone, my name is Logan and I am producer of Your Pet Matters on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Welcome to another edition of Your Pet Project once again on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Now, 2023 is almost in the rearview mirror and we are on the verge of 2024. So, just to cut Dr. T talking about on this episode of Your Pet Matters, talking about the three wishes for the new, for new resolutions for pets. Um, I'm going to talk about new resolutions for strengthening and bonding with your pet in 2024. Now, I want to begin talking about nutrition and health. So, according to BarkPost.com, it is one of your new resolutions is about keeping your pup healthy. It is the top one. Healthy and thriving, then nutrition plays a huge role in that. Just like humans, dogs require a balanced diet that gives them all the health and necessary nutrients for their overall well-being. And this includes proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and minerals. You also need to ensure that the dog is going to have possible nutrition. It's important to feed them high-quality food, made specifically for dogs. You should also not avoid giving your dog table scraps or food meant for humans, as these may not provide the best diet and best nutrition for your pet. So, dogs, so, so dogs can use Talking dogs, meals can boost your immune system and improve your overall health. Somebody, summer foods can be anything from blueberries, sweet potatoes, and even salmon. I know my cat loves blueberries, so there you go. Dog blueberries as well. So give your dog some blueberries and, or sweet potatoes and some salmon. Next, how about exercise and outdoor adventures? Now I know with the weather getting cold out in January and February, all over month it's gonna be hard. But every dog parent knows. Life is better with a dog. This is for your dog people in particular. They bring us joy, comfort, and unconditional love. Again, according to BuckBus.com, dogs can even enhance our overall well-being, especially when it comes to staying active. One of the simplest and most important activities to do when is, is, is daily dog walks. This provides exercise for both you and allows you for potting and mental stimulation. Try switching up the routes to keep, to keep it interesting. You can even incorporate short hikes in the dog, for your dog walks too, as well, and a change of scenery. So... There's a whole bunch of things that you can do with your dog. If you're, if you're in a neighborhood that has a whole bunch of scenery, especially with the hot lights still up, there you go. Or you can go, if you, if you live by your near not by nature preserve or woods or a hike, you can do that as well. Then next, how about mental stimulation and training? Just like humans, dogs, they need mental stimulation to stay happy and healthy. This is especially important for young active dogs that crave mental challenges in addition to physical exercise. If one of your New Year's dog resolutions is to offer more stimulation for your pup, you can do this by introducing new toys or puzzles for your dog to play at home. These can range from treat dispensing toys that require problem solving techniques, skills, and art games to encourage your dog to use their senses and intelligence. Not only does this keep your dog mentally inactive, but also helps them boredom and attractive behavior. Teaching your dog new ways to tricks or reversing good behavior through training sessions is a great way for them to be mentally engaged. Dogs, believe it or not, they, are, they can be intelligent creatures that, that, 
that thrive of learning new techniques. So talking to taking them fun time to teach new commands such as sit, stay, or fetch can provide fun and you can reward mental, mental challenges for them as well. Next, help with socialism, so socialization and bonding. Arranging playdates for your dog or attending group, group training sessions are great ways for your pup to socialize and help strengthen the bond between the two of you. Dogs are pack animals by nature and thrive on social interaction with both humans and other dogs as well. This allows them to learn good social behavior while also getting the chance to burn off some of the energy with some playtime and then next breaking bad habits this has to be a resolution not, not, not just for dogs but for other pets too some behaviors that dogs may exhibit such as excessive barking chewing furniture of course potty accidents can be signs of underlying painful issues these issues can be caused by lack of proper training fear or anxiety or even health problems it is important to address these bad habits early on to prevent them from becoming ingrained and harder to change you could do this by providing constant discipline, positive reinforcement, and taking them to a vet to make sure that there, that there are no underlying medical reasons for their behavior. In some cases, seeking the help of a professional dog trainer or behavioralist may also be necessary to properly address the correct these issues. Keep in mind, the patient's consistency are key when working on making bad habits. And then next, why don't you um giving giving back to your community? We all love dogs, but there are so many dogs out there that could really use some love and attention too. I know we saw all on the holidays on, on TV, like, like like dogs who were stuck in, out in the cold, left for God, left for dead, unfortunately. And so volunteering at a local animal shelter, donating is a fulfilling way to give back to your uh, to your community and helping dogs in need. So just think about that. If you have a local if you have a local um dog um charity local animal shelter near you, give back to that. Can be one of your new resolutions. And then then finally. Go on here. Give your pet a new year coat. It's no secret that dogs are our best companion. They bring endless love and joy and laughter into our lives. So get back to your pup this year with a new at-home spa day that they deserve. So you can book an appointment if, 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 if you get dogs put nearby you. With professional groomers, start the day off right. With your pup put by your side and while you and your dog are becoming the best friends of yourself. Don't forget to take lots of photos and videos of you and keeping this moment in the adventures together. And these, are, these can be just countless memories to keep with your pet as well. So those are some ways for you to... um. Have a dog-friendly news resolution techniques to strengthen your bond in 2024. So, hope you found this edition of your producer useful. This has been Logan Vinay, producer of your pet man. It's only on 1077 Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. That was today's segment of Producer's Pet Project. Your one stop for all things pet news, recall alerts, adoption services, and more. Be sure to tune in next time. And for a more in-depth conversation, listen to Your Pet Matters with Dr. T every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Producer's Pet Project is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. Only on 1077 The Bronx. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at the Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean, Honey, are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service, and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Hear ye, hear!
Your Pet Matters is back to answer your pet queries. Come get free pet advice from our friend, Dr. T, only on 1077 The Bronx. Welcome back. If you're just joining me, it's me, Dr. T, here on Your Pet Matters every morning and Saturday at 10 a.m. Every morning. Every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Or you can listen to us anytime on 1077thebronc.com. And my third and final wish resolution, and it's always, I, I tell people, I'm a work in progress. Literally a work in progress. And I always try to be better, become better at so many things. Um, and my goal, as always, this is something that I don't just do for the new year. This is something that I work on all the time is to become a better business owner. And I'm, I'm not saying veterinary business owner. I'm going to say business owner because, believe it or not, the whole concept of a veterinary hospital actually is a business. We are in the business of caring for pets. And I don't want to start getting on my soapbox about that's why things can't be done for free because there's a cost to, to actually doing that. Um, I think a lot of vets get into a lot of trouble doing a lot of discounted and services and free services because I, I, I need you to... I'm getting on my soapbox and I apologize this, but one thought I want you pet parents to take into account is that this is a, a hospital, a complete, your veterinarian runs a hospital, which means there are different divisions in that hospital, ranging from a surgery suite to a dental suite to a radiology suite to a pharmacy and outpatient care and a nutrition center everything and the the cost of a hospital is huge the cost of running a hospital is huge it's not just four walls a couple rooms a couple computers it is close to at by today's standards almost a million dollars worth of stuff in there that costs a lot and then you have to also have people that can work there and so it is a business. It is a business. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, so this is, again, this is me. So my thoughts. So beyond medical expertise, being a successful business owner requires effective leadership, team building, and to cultivate a culture of gratitude within the practice. I think that in the coming year, actually every day, veterinarian business owners should focus and business owners in general should focus on becoming not just better medical practitioners, but better business owners because your business, or let, let me to put it in terms of patient care. Patient care is best done by a team working together and bringing together, I always say we're, we're bringing together a group of dysfunctional people that somehow mold and meld and create a great outcome for patient care. So team building is a fundamental aspect of running a vet practice. You want a cohesive and motivated team because they are more likely to provide excellent patient care. They are more likely to create positive client experience and they are more likely to contribute to the overall success of the practice. Having said that, it only takes one toxic person to bring that down. So you have to effectively build the team and maintain it. 
and in all honesty, at times, get rid of the toxic elements. So you have to invest in the team through regular training, through open communication, as these can strengthen the practice's foundation. So you have to create an environment where the team feels valued, heard, and empowered to contribute ideas and their ability to do things. And it, it's, I'd be lying to say it's an easy thing to do. It's not. It is not. Um, I've been, I worked for practices where my first job was, I understood the business owner. All he cared about was financial gain. That's all he cared about. The second job I had, he cared about financial gain, but man, oh, that's my cat's dinner going off. <laughs> Proper nutrition. Did I not talk about proper nutrition for a cat? That's one of them. Um, I, I think that my second job, it was it was culturally, it was interesting because the team would sit downstairs in the in the smallest pharmacy I ever had, and they would not talk well of the owner who was upstairs locked in their office. And to me, that was not a team building environment. I think it's, but it's simple. So it's not, it's not, it's not easy. I, I think it's tough because we, we have veterinarians, we're, we're introverts. It's tough to, I think communication is huge. I think the ability to communicate, I think that's where a lot of CE should be put into is to help create that culture of saying things, recognizing the hard work, recognizing the dedication. This will help boost morale and job satisfaction. Simply saying thank you doing staff appreciation events, they can go a long way in building a positive workplace. Just having fun. It's funny because I'm at the age now where it's winding down time, but I, I find that if you can't have fun, oh my God, how can you do something if you can't have fun? And it's funny how when I say have fun, we'll be doing some of the most difficult medical things and we always find a way to have fun doing it or you know laugh and, and have a good time because it, it just... It's, it's not, this is a very stressful pro profession in many, many ways. Um, but if you can't find a common goal, you, you can't. Um, and, and I'm also at the age where I'm not into, you know, uh, rap and stuff like that, but the young team is. And so they're putting this stuff on. And to me, it's just like, it's like, what? <laughs> it's a uh, little, little loosey, little, what, I don't know, you know, all these guys and stuff like that. They're what my, my kid listens to. And I'm just like, okay. You know, and it's it's funny. So I'll just you know, I have fun listening to it. You know, you know, you're old when you're you're um, you're into like '80s music, and yeah, you know, you're old when your team just looks at you strange when you're into things like that. But it's one of those things. <laughs> um, I think another incredibly crucial point is business management. I think it, you know, in my era, we were not taught financial stuff. You either had it or you didn't. And so now they have some financial courses, but I think I think everyone can benefit from taking a business course. Um, and not only just business, you gotta talk about strategic planning, continuing improvement. You know, where are you as far as financial planning, budgeting and practice growth strategies? You know, where are those things? I think 
from a personal standpoint, what is your going to be your financial future so you can have a retirement strategy. Um, it'll help you better understand the financial health of the practice. You can manage expenses. You can set revenue goals. You can look at long-term sustainability. All these practice management softwares have the ability to look at numbers, and, and there's a whole school of thought where numbers mean everything. But if you don't know what those numbers mean, then it's going to be incredibly difficult to see where that's going. Um, one thing I love doing, and a lot of vets my age are devastated by it, is embracing technology and innovation. I think um, I, well, it's, it's funny. One, one of the team members, um, I was counting up pills for my dog. One of the team members brought up an AI. Um, was it pill eye? Click, take a photo of it, tells you how many pills are there. I come from the era where a pill counter was like a $1,000, this big, huge square thing that stood on your desktop and went, would shake the pills and count them. So to see the, the use of things like that, I think utilizing AI technology is part of our lab panel. Our lab, my urinalysis machine in the lab uses AI technology to identify the differences between the types of cells, the type of crystals, um, a whole bunch of unusual um, elements in a urine of a pet. I think you have to embrace this technology. You have to utilize it in order to, in the end, it leads to better patient care. Um, it was funny because when I first started the practice, I was one of the first guys to have digital x-rays and talked about, you know, paperless digital records is huge. Um, you know, utilizing those types of, of elements are huge. And finally, the final thing is like marketing. Um, I think marketing and continually reaching out to your clients, both to attract new ones and to retain and interact with your existing ones. I think um, social media, as much as I am not a fan of social media, I am on social media because of the business. Um, it is a means. It is an incredible time suck. And there's talk about dopamine levels in people to get that satisfaction by, by scrolling through social media. Listen, I, I understand that completely, but it is an effective means of communicating your practice and setting your practice values and how you run your business with, with the clientele. Um, it's one of those things. I think maintaining an informative website. There are still VAP practices that don't have a website, and I'm blown away by that. Um, you know, I think that having a good website or active social media presence, I think is huge. Huge, huge, huge. You can look at that as a, a avenue to help continue and continually educate your clients. And finally, I think that developing strong leadership skills can guide the practice to success. This involves what is the vision of your practice? Why are you doing what the why? Why are you doing this? It'll help you make informed decisions. It'll help you provide guidance and mentorship to the team. And it can inspire trust and confidence with your team and thus with your client. So becoming a better business owner involves a whole bunch of multifaceted efforts. And you have to bring team building, financial management, innovation, marketing, and leadership together. And if you focus on this, you can improve patient care, client satisfaction, and the long-term success.
So there you have it, my three resolutions slash wish lists for the coming year in veterinary medicine. And I hope that this helps shed some light or open eyes or even create a twinge of curiosity amongst you. And I wish you all the best in the coming year. And if you're ever into um, Chinese um, New Year, I believe it's emerald green is the color. <laughs> emerald green. I think it's the dragon. It's a different dragon this year. So if you're into that, um, things like that would be awesome. But thanks for listening. And Happy New Year, everyone, right here from all of us at Your Pet Matters, 1077, 1077thebronc.com. And remember, every day, every year, every new year, love your pet like they love you unconditionally. Have a great new year. Your Pet Matters with Dr. T comes to a close. Yet fret not if you missed the 10 a.m. Saturday show. Tune in Monday morning at 9 if you please. And hear free advice for all your dog and cat needs. You can find past episodes on the Your Pet Matters podcast or go to 1077thebronc.com slash yourpetmatters. Made for you and your pets. 1077 The Bronx is beyond compare. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care.